Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. We're going back to back. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas, and who, sir, are you? Uh, producer Matt Duncan. How are things going, Fred? Uh, I am doing okay. I'm hanging in there. Uh, how are you? Uh, same thing, hanging in there. Uh, every day is a new day. So, uh, you know, you just got to open up that window and uh, be ready for the, 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 the next challenge that comes. Okay, I love the analogy. I was curious where it was going to go. <laughs> so it was, I thought I was like, "Are you going to jump out that window?" Yeah, open up that window. That's and a bad jump day. Out. That's a bad day if you jump out the window. No, no, no. Um, stay in the window. You know, if somebody's listening to this podcast right now, thank you so much. Yeah, um, and uh, you found us. Thanks for that as well. Um, it, but if you know, if people want more info, they want to be more involved. They want to share whatever. Uh, how how yeah. can they do all that, Matt? Well, you, the easiest way is go to dunkspodcast.com and we've got all our links, clickable links to everything Ooh. down there on the right. Uh, check it out and, uh, you know, click on what you want to support right there. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Um, well, before we get to the, uh, the, the guests on the pod, a uh, wonderful guest. It was a really, really fun conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about, um, obviously, the Raptors uh, and uh, heading to Naples, Florida. Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, protest, uh, the best ways to do it, um, what teams might benefit from being healthy. Uh, and we, we're just trying to cover all the ground that is the NBA and, you know, that is the landscape uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we, we want to, we want to make sure that uh, we're doing our best and we're kind of communicating to our audience what we care about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one thing we want to focus on today is, uh, this issue of defunding the police. So, um, it's something we believe in. Uh, it's something we don't think is, is radical. Um, you know, you have politicians running on defunding healthcare education, uh, and, uh, all, all manner of else. other yeah, all manner of other industries, and it's not really a radical idea. Mm-hmm. I think um, that that we're at a point where we know uh, that the police are, are an outsized entity uh, in in our society um, that is uh, reinforcing uh, negative uh, negative kind of stuff. So, with all that said, with their anti blackness, we think it's important to uh, get a hold of your city councilor. If you're a Torontonian, so far there's seven city councilors that are for defunding the police. We need 17 and we can actually get there and the vote is coming up. So Whoa. you need to call your counselor. You need to email your counselor. And this is a, this is a meaningful way for you to be an ally. This is a meaningful way for you to be involved. Um, and, uh, you're their constituent. They have to listen to you. Call them, email them, tweet at them. That's right. And make sure it's not generic too, right? Cause those get filtered out and go into junk mail. Yeah. And, and we want to get everyone's opinions on the record. Yeah. Right. Cause, cause if you're against defunding the police, well, hopefully you don't get elected again Mm -hmm. and that needs to be the way things go. Right. So I think the more we can hold our politicians uh, accountable, the better. So, you know, and that, that's a Toronto perspective. Yeah. If you're someone like me uh, who has a counselor who is for defunding the police, you can call or email the mayor. So do it. Email John Tory, call John Tory. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if you're not in Toronto, you have city councils too. You yep. have a police force too. Uh, and you have people who have to listen to you. So let your voice be heard and um, let's fight. Yeah. That's, that's where we're at here. I'm in, um, yeah, I'm in the burbs. So, you know, York Region Police is a very big force. And uh, yeah, we all, we've got counselors and MPs in uh, up this way. It's a huge, you know, political block that I live in. So uh, it's really important that they hear uh, what we want done. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, um, with that said, uh, you know, everybody keep your head on a swivel. Uh, be safe. 
uh, wear a mask, as you'll hear later uh, on in the podcast, a bunch from Alex. Um, and uh, <laughs> let, let's talk some basketball. Matt, if you're ready, give me the classic okay. Okay. Okay, let's uh let's bring on guest number one. Um, he's hilarious. Uh, he he speaks very loudly. He's he's well known for not needing a microphone on the stage. I'm not sure if that was a bit that just kept going or that's actually who he is now or always was. There's no mic in sight. Clearly, we're on Zoom. Give it up as loud as you can for Alex Pavone. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Happy parade day, by the way. Thanks, man. Worst yeah. day of my life, bro. <laughs> Worst Happy day of your life? Worst day of my life. It was pretty crazy for me too. I got trampled in a crowd, but uh, yeah, but I'm okay. It was wait. It was your why was it your worst day? Oh, I was in the front row. I st- slept over. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. So similar. Oh, it's like a crowd thing for you. Oh, it was brutal, man. Yeah, that's pretty rough. I was right at the front, and then, you know, I couldn't go to the bathroom for 15 hours. Yeah. That wasn't good. <laughs> uh, sorry, you know, that's not funny, but also when you said it that way, I looked at your face and laughed, so my bad. It was bad. It was not a great day. Um, okay, let's uh, let's bring on guest number two here. Um, I'm not sure if he had a good day on the parade, but he recently shared a video of him dancing when we won the championship, <laughs> and it's just wonderful. It was... Uh, I, I called it well-earned maniacal laughter because it's <laughs> dancing and laughing like a madman and he deserved every minute of it. Give it up at home as loud as you can for Alan Shane Lewis. Yes. Happy parade day to y'all too. My, Happy my was- parade day. Was it? Yeah, was it? What was your what was your day like? Was it okay? Uh, it was okay, but but I missed the entire parade because I was out there from like I think ten. I got there and nothing happened for so long, and then I had to like boogie to fucking Mississauga to do like a fitting. So oh. I just w- waited out in the sun for nothing, and then by the time it was about to come, I had to leave. So yeah, yeah, because it was super delayed. I remember, and like I remember so delayed. It got extra scary because just the amount of people who were slowly getting dehydrated. Yeah. It was intense. Yeah. And we snuck up to a good spot. Like we were about to get them as soon as they entered. Like we like jumped and climbed and were on top of something. So I was like, all right, here it comes. And I'm like, this day is going by. It's going by. So I, I'm a little mad. I missed out on it. Yeah. The highlight, man, the booing Doug with the force that we all booed Doug <laughs> Ford. It was visceral. Hmm. It was I, like, it was loud, man. It I shook him. Like, it shook him. Oh, he I think so. Just- I, I was in my head when he was coming out. I was like, don't boo anybody. You don't know anything about politics. You don't even live in Ontario. Just stay silent. And then everyone booed. And I was like, boom. <laughs> it was, you can't not boo when everyone's booing. It's so it fun. Good. I it feels good. Point. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I actually started swearing. So I was like, I wonder, if I, should, I wonder if I should share my video. But everyone's like, boo. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm like going, and then I'm looking around, there's like kids everywhere. And it's like, it's funny. I was so happy until that moment, but it was just like, he just brought out the well known villain. And it was like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I brought you both on And and, and I think before we kind of move on to Raptors And NBA, because there's so much going on uh, You guys are both In in this kind of like NBA 2K Twitch It's not really a Twitch league, I guess some people just watch it On Twitch um, That's like my old man that's coming out But but basically a bunch of comedians organized um, this, this Kind of like league with playoffs And so I'll, I'll start with you, Alan Who organized all this? Um, I actually don't really know. I think it's like uh, Patrick Hakeem, Barry Taylor, kind of had that idea, and they kind of pitched it to me. So I just like, yeah, I want to, I want to get on this because like I've, I've always wanted to join one of those two K leagues, but yeah, just never had like the the manpower to kind of join them. And I'm not going to join a stranger league because that's yeah, not as no. fun at all. And if you want to be in those leagues, you have to have like fully like dark circles under your eyes, <laughs> double, you know, yeah. maybe like your mom walking in and out of frame. 
you know, sponsored by whatever company made this like gaming chair. You got to just all that, you know? Yeah. Thanks for pointing out the chair. I had to, yeah. I had to, I'm glad you mentioned it because that's like a full gaming chair. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a Danwix. They're a, it's a pretty good chair. I'm not going to lie. They, uh, Danwix. I don't know. Is this Downwix? Downwix. Hey, Downwicks. Doinks. Kind of sound like I knew something about it, but I don't. So. It looks cool. Um, yeah. Okay, Alex. Let me let me ask you. I'm just going to ask a bunch of like random questions about this league. So you two are in the finals, and we'll we'll get to the finals in a second. But just like off the top of your head, and it can't be your own team name. Who had the funniest team name? I mean, I'm not. Uh, can't be my own. Um, can't be your own. Yours. Yours is pretty funny though. My, I guess the Montreal NWO. That's pretty funny. Just because it's Patrick McKean and he's like full on middle aged man, and he's and, he, and it's he, he names team after a wrestling alliance. Bro, you're married. It's over. Yeah, but the Attitude Era lasts forever, man. <laughs> um, of the NWO too, but you know, privately. Yeah, what, what, did the, what did the court look like? It was it was like black and it was very like Hollywood uh, Hollywood Hogan. Wait, each guy gets to design their own court. Oh, yeah. you can just do anything you want. So, in his thing, can like Sting come down with the bat? Like, no, you can't get that crazy. Okay, no you could, you, yeah, you could probably get like a picture of Sting and put him on the court if you wanted to. Okay, right. now we're talking. I redes—I redesigned my court mid-season. I had the big Italian flag in the middle, and then it was just too much, so I had to. I, I, I had to do the hard Wait, was it too, was it just like too much Italian pride, or was it kind of like the Brooklyn court, like it was bothering people? It was a bit of both. It was a bit of both, actually. See, I would—I would have enjoyed to see that the giant Italian flag. <laughs> you were on the West Coast, buddy. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. So, Here's where I want to go. I'm, I love the detail in the organization here. So, Alan, back to you. How many like teams were in this league? There was two conferences. Yeah, two like, conferences. Yeah. Uh, and we filled out a a, 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 a what's it called a division each. So there's about ten. There's ten players in uh, in the league, and only four on each side made the playoffs, which I found interesting. So only. So wait a second. There's ten teams in total, and ten eight teams. teams made the playoffs. So two people didn't make the playoffs at all. Yeah, they lost, they lost their computers. So, so I'm joining the league for this next go around, and that's for sure me. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just hoping that it's not like full blowouts, or maybe I can like maybe I can draft Dexter Pittman because like I'll give somebody a clothesline if they get too hot. Like, hey, two two eighty nine, put him in the post. You might get some work done. You know? Yeah, like can can people? Okay, uh, I'm just gonna keep going back. So Alex, can people get injured? Yes. Oh my God. This is amazing. I was, uh, I was playing Adam Christie in the Eastern conference finals and Gilbert arenas had uh, the 91 Gilbert arenas rated 91. So he was on the wizards, I guess in 06, that, that right. arenas, he had nerve damage in his elbow. <laughs> and after every release, he'd be like holding his arm, running down the court. Christie was livid. Christie was livid. So he got like tendonitis mid series or something. Nerve damage. <laughs> Nerve damage. Yeah. So he's like full game. Who's who's the, who's the Raptor? Um, Landry Fields. So he got the full like Landry Fields. Like, oh huge. man, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah but it, unlike Landry Fields, I'm pretty sure he scored points. He was getting buckets. Still. He's getting buckets. They were yeah. still running the offense through him and his bad elbow. Hey man, unconscious Gilbert is is fearless. Um, hey, so uh, uh, Habachi. Yeah, uh, how about you, man? Um, Alan, who was like the, what's the, who was the hardest cover as a, like a, a single player in the whole league? Like who used, I don't know, Shaq the best, or did someone have Stockton and they're like, Oh my God, the pick and rolls are too clean. Uh, at first I thought it was uh, Damian Lillard with, um, with Keith Pedro just because he kept doing step back jumpers and he's got like inside finisher. And the way I was playing him, I was off balling with Yao Ming. So I was like, Oh, I'll get a swat. And Damian Lillard kept bodying Yao Ming, doing these crazy layups. And I was like, this this is ridiculous. Yeah. But it turned out to be Pavone and Jordan because there was nothing I could do. <laughs> you can't do anything if you got Jordan. I was, cause I, was like, I was like trying to do off-ball double teams, but as soon as I moved, this guy would swing the ball in such a way that he has like five three-point shooters on the floor. Yeah, yeah Jordan was shooters? Yeah, and then Penny Hardaway was either bodying somebody and Chris Webber was just knocking out threes like it was no one's business. I had Johnny Stockton too, buddy. Yeah. 
and Sabonis. Papa Sabonis. Yeah. Oof. Sabonis oh. was giving work. Wait, you, you had OG Sabonis, like giant head Sabonis? Giant head. Giant Lithuanian um, head Sabonis. So good. Such a good player. Like, yeah, I, I don't know how you beat Jordan. Maybe you like, if you can download, if this is like the, you know, Animal Crossing style, you can download photos and like put stuff on the court. I would, I don't know, like put like a bunch of baseball bats, cigars, <laughs> different things that might distract Jordan. Yeah, no, I should have just been making bets the whole time. Like, I bet you can't make that. I bet you can't make that. Just you know, get him out of his game. But yeah. Didn't work. Um, didn't have enough time. Okay, so let's let's go to the finals here. Um, first of all, so the, the finals, was it seven games? Like, like how long are the – Alex, I'll go to you. Like, like, what's the parameters of the games? Are they, like, five-minute quarters? I or? think they're five-minute quarters, right? They're six. Six-minute quarters. Six-minute quarters. Yeah. And, so, uh, yeah. You won, Alex? I won 4-2. 4 yeah. two. Okay. So is the six-game yeah. series. I one, one of those games I didn't deserve. <laughs> it was like – I don't know what happened exactly. Like he – I had a glitch. <laughs> there was a glitch on my end that I snapped. <laughs> Wait, like, I, like a Wi-Fi glitch or like – I was up four with seven seconds left. My TV glitched and it was tied – and he somehow shot a technical to win with 0.7. Yeah, it made no sense. Like, I was like, I, 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 like, if you heard, I gave up the game. I was like, fuck this. He's guy won. I'm fucking done. I was like, just talking about my loss. And then all of a sudden, Yao Ming just had the ball. And I was like, what? And I just threw it in. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, yeah, then you called it the extra timeout thing. And then it was just like, what? And I was like, what? What happened? It took me a second to kind of gather what was going on. Cause I was, even myself, I was just like, wow, I, I deserve to lose. But, you know, I'll take hey, it. Expect the unexpected, you know. Freddie had a, a baby, named him after himself, and never missed a shot again. <laughs> oh, that, was, that was my baby. That was my baby moment. Yeah, yeah. Yao Ming reappearing uh, out of nowhere is your baby. Uh, who's the – was Jordan – was there like a – was it basically it wasn't close. Jordan, Jordan was the MVP of the series. Oh, yeah. He dropped 52 in the closeout game. So, Alex, what does it feel like winning with Jordan? Were you like, hey, somebody should have drafted him first? Yeah, Jordan Foise made a terrible, terrible mistake by, by taking LeBron first overall. And then the computer took Duncan second. And I was just, you know, I had the third pick, and I would have been an absolute fool to not take Jordan. 99 Jordan? The guy's unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. So, wait, what's his, like, so the older players, do they – average them out where they think they might be in the three-point era? Like, if you pick, I don't know, some, if you pick James Worthy, can he shoot the three? Or is it basically anyone prior to the three-point era can't shoot? Uh, it's the, it's like the, the best year that they have. So that's the year of all the stats. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, I think Jordan was, he because his three was, what, 80-something? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess whatever era that was for Jordan when he was eighty. So I feel like that's how it kind of went around for James Worthy. I wouldn't know to be honest, but yeah, yeah, no, I'm just uh, just curious. Um, well, guys, thanks for indulging me with your uh, NBA 2K talk. Uh, I'll talk. I'm more excited. About it. I'm excited for you next year, buddy, or next yeah. season, which is in three days. I'm excited too. I'm. I think like I'm actually a bit more confident talking to you guys because I'm like, okay, if I can design my team. I'm going to design, I'm going to design it around like mistake friendly players. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to like people who need finesse. Cause I've been playing the 2k game like a lot. And I, I still, the dribbles, not so much. Like I'm not, I'm not great at the one-on-one -on -one moves, but I've gotten pretty decent at running plays. So one-on-one -on -one moves aren't as you don't need those as much as running plays. Running plays as much, it, you need that more. I think it's definitely more important. Good, because I've tried to do a Euro step for a half hour straight, and then I threw my controller out of pillow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because no it's hard. The game kept being like, do this and this, and I'm like, I'm doing that. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I lost it. Um, but it was like 3 p.m. I hadn't had breakfast, you know, pandemic style, so no worries. <laughs> But, but um, what, was, what was the off-ball screen three-point shot thing that you were running? What was that? Inquiring by one? Oh, is this Trade Secrets? Alex, give it up. Which one? Which one? 
you kept there was a play you, you put it into like the elbow and then you have an off ball screen off to a guy in the corner for a three point shot. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, when the two guys would set a pick on the side. Yeah. I don't know. That was just an automatic play. Oh, okay. Because I was like, damn, that's like I had to, I had to literally had to switch up defensive settings. I was like, all right, switch on everything. That was the first that first game I hit you with like three on those ones. Steven yeah. Jackson. That's <laughs> <a fucking> weasel. <laughs> the worst thing about Steven Jackson, it looks nothing like Steven Jackson. No, it doesn't. It's like this is a generic, not even like generic black guy, because it's a very interesting face that just doesn't look like <laughs> nothing like, like nobody. It's not even like middle of the road black guy. He's just like his body's no, not the same. Yeah, it's just shaped weird. That's- that's weird because I feel like Steven Jackson's a f- pretty damn famous player. And, he is. uh, yeah. like, I mean, um, actually the, oddly enough, Thomas, who my little brother always listens to his podcast will recommend YouTube videos, like basketball videos, like fun rabbit holes. And, uh, he sent me down a Steven Jackson rabbit hole like a couple days ago. And it's like, that guy had a, a, a such an interesting, cool career. You know, won, won a ring with the Spurs, was obviously part of that amazing G-State team, was a part of the incredible Indiana Pacers team. Yeah. Um, and probably a lot more that I don't even know. Alice at the Palace. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Ma- oh, yeah. So, is that why you did that, Alan? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. He's good. Yeah. No, 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 but Alan did a, a fist gesture and I thought he was oh. just, I actually interpreted that as like, go Spurs. Hey man, I know Alan gets really jacked when you talk about the river walk and like, you know, oh, yeah. just uh, the ebb and the flow of the, the San Antonio barbecue season. Um, it's, it's a small town, but they come out, you know what I'm talking they about? They do, yeah. Right. Um, the Alamo dome is filled with bats, but, um, yeah, let's, uh, sorry. I don't even know what that is. Let's, uh, let's do a little bit of Raptors talk. Um, Maddie, uh, I don't know if you got a Raptor sting, but if you got something, give it to me, baby. <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, I kind of want to get straight to uh, straight to kind of the, the, the tough nuance stuff that's going on right now. Um, and, and just kind of how everyone's reacting to it. Uh, so Masai Ujiri was on Metro in the morning uh, this morning. Um, and, you know, he touched on a lot of things. He touched on kind of like the lack of humanity. He feels like he's seeing um, the optimism uh, in in that he feels with the kind of like change of air of this protest and, and kind of like where, where the movement's going and just like his, his personal experience um, with, uh, with the police officer in golden state and being profiled. And he also talked about a really interesting exchange he had um, with Raptors management. Uh, and that's um, that they were talking about, um, you know, wearing a suit and the way you look and Messiah said, you know what? I was still profiled and I was, I wore a suit and I was like on my way to, you know, meet the team that just won a championship. So, you know, a suit's not enough. And yeah, I kind of just wanted to see how you guys were feeling in regards to, do you feel like there's, there's anything different now? Like, you know, we can keep it through the lens of the NBA. Do you feel like the, the NBA is talking about this movement differently? Do you feel like, there's, there's kind of a, like a different attitude or, you know, are you less optimistic, which is okay. Um, Alex, I'll start with you. Is there uh yeah. So like, you know, do, do you relate to what Masai is saying? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, I, you know, in terms of like the, sorry, the train's going by here. I don't know if you guys can hear it. It's sort of loud, but um, yeah, like in terms of the, of the NBA, I, I, I don't know about like that, you know, as much, but I, I feel, yeah, these, uh, these protests have been so much more significant, you know, than, than any other protest we've had in the last couple of year, years, uh, you know, I'm sure, you know, I think the pandemic's helped, obviously, you know, people have mm-hmm. time. No one, no one, no one needs to work now. No one needs to, you know, and people folks. are getting money, people are getting stuff, you know, uh, unemployment. And, and so now it's time to make, you know, make a stand. So I think everything it, it's, yeah, I, th- I think he's right. I, I'm not too sure about the NBA in particularly, but you know, for sure. Alan, are you feeling like, you know, 
what Masai is saying is resonating? Do you feel like there's something different in the air? Uh, yeah, I think so. I feel like the NBA always kind of makes the right decisions. I feel like they're the most like progressively mm-hmm. and the most outspoken and letting their players kind of express themselves. You know, as far as even like, like letting them wear the t-shirts and stuff like that. Um, but the, what I really like right now is like, they're having that whole conversation just even about just like not playing. And then you can kind of hear Adam Silver just saying kind of like, we want to listen to the players and kind of get their input and see what we want to go for. So I feel like they are taking like a good stance in the, in the, in the sense that like they want to take the temperature of things before they kind of make a decision and are trying to make these measured kind of decisions. So I, I, I understand that they are still kind of like, um, motivated by profits. And you kind of mm. saw that with that whole debacle with, um, with China and Daryl Morey, like for sure. Were like, so it, it, now I feel like, yeah, even though it, it seems like they kind of want things to kind of move on and try to like, forget about certain things, but, uh, it, it, they, they, they do, they do seem like the, the, the type of league, at least from the head ups that they, uh, they care about these issues. They want to talk about them and they want to like, kind of get everyone's opinions and uh, make wise decisions. Yeah. Well, one thing I, I recently heard, uh, Rachel Nichols say, which, which I liked, and it's, you know, just trying to like reshape really, you know, narratives can form really quickly and they can be really negative. Um, and I think with, uh, you know, with the players who were concerned about going, um, and wanted to be at the protests or had other concerns for other reasons, which would be valid as well. Um, you know, Rachel Nichols was kind of referring to it as like, it came out quickly that it's like, it's, it's being portrayed as like, Oh, this is a fight when really it's a conversation and it's actually kind of a necessary one. So I think players having a conversation about how to do this right to me is different than, than portraying it as like a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I, Alan, I'll stick with you, but, um, just in regards to like the, the, the Raptors, so let me just see if I have that, like the phrasing of this, of this question. Right. Um, yeah. And like, you know, in, in the vein of kind of like, where you're at as a fan with the Raptors and, and with everything that's going on right now, do you have any a specific expectation of them as a team? Uh, would you know, would you like to see something led by, you know, by Kyle or, and, and Nick and the franchise? Uh, or are you kind of just like, you know, having no specific expectations, but, but hopeful. Um, yeah, I think I kind of fall into the camp of like no specific expectations. Like I, I would love for them to kind of, uh, you know, kind of defend their title and kind of push forward. But like literally yesterday, I watched uh, the last couple of minutes of game six where the Raptors won and watched some other great shots the Raptors had. And as a grown 31-year-old man, I was still cheering a year later. So I was like, they have yeah. given me so much that like if they don't, if you know, whatever happens, happens to me on here. I'm like, I'm fine. Like I, it's still there. That other one, I'm still feeling the residual effects of it. So oh, whatever we're cha- happens, we're champions, man. Yeah. So I'm, I'm okay. You know, also if a, if a team that I like wins this championship, it's a real championship. And if a team I don't like wins, uh, there's a giant asterisk and it doesn't matter anyway. So yeah, that's I, how I'm going to frame everything. Totally. I, I agree. Um, you know, if you're a Spurs fan, Duncan has five titles. If you're not <laughs> you're four and a half, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Alex, like, yeah. Is there anything like you're expecting from the Raptors? Like, I mean, like when I first presented this question, I, I kind of like, I feel like we covered it a bit. as like kind of what we're expecting in terms of like hopeful, like, you know, do you want them to, w- w- would it be nice for you if they kind of like protested in some way or, or kind of like did something symbolic and then just in general, like, what are you expecting? You know, it's a pretty mature squad we have. So uh, I, I think they will do something. I, I am hoping they do something outside of basketball, you know, and they do have some sort of, whether it's a protest or whether it's, you know, every team perhaps has their own, you know, way, way to, you know, um, talk about the, the, the black lives matter movement totally. or something like that. That would be, that would be fantastic because you, you know, the three months being off is it's, it's weird. It's weird that, you know, we're going to go, you know, back to basketball with like a short training camp. You know, you don't want to see anybody get hurt, especially older guys. They're probably yes. like more, uh, they could be injured and stuff and no fans. Like what, home court is that going to play any is that going to do anything so like alan said i think they're if a team that i think doesn't deserve to win wins asterisks on that team 100 it's like the Bucks, the lakers the clippers the raptors 
I'm going to be like, that's a championship. That counts. But if it's anybody outside of that, I'm like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. So yeah, I do feel a little bit weird about the season. Just, just, just watching games without fans. It's so weird. So yeah. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I watched, I watched, sorry. Sorry. Well, you're, well, you're watching soccer too. And just seeing those empty stands with the fake noise. It's really distracting. I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather it was just no noise. I think that would have might be for my mental would be easier to kind of consume because hearing and not seeing fans is, is eerier. I find. Wait, I Alan, how far are you going with no noise? Are you like noise canceling scenario? Like a no, like a sound can't be made. No, like no, some, no, no, like, like make, make the whole, make the whole arena, like a beats by Dre where it's like, <laughs> no one can hear anyone else. You can't even just hear like, like, you squeak. You can't, yeah. You can't even use your ears for defense. You got to be able to just see it. You know, <laughs> don't call out. Let me see it. Like, let's get it. Sorry, Serge. All those languages you speak. They just don't, they just don't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I think, um, just like, can we get the squeaks of the, of, of the court? Let me hear Carmelo say fuck when he grabs a rebound or, oh shit, when he goes for a layup. Like, let me hear all that. Yeah. I love feel that. like I'm at a gym and that's fine. I don't need the, uh, the roaring of the fans or even to be honest, the music, like me, like music is fun, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I, the close, if, the, when it's in that weird uncanny Valley, I feel like that's going to make it weirder when it's like so close, but it's weird as opposed yeah. to just completely something different. And I'm like, Oh, I'm just watching basketball at a gym. This is what it would be like. And like, I keep saying, if you're going to go for something, no, no half measures. If you're going to go uncanny Valley, I want to see a bunch of Sophia, the robots out there. Like, you know what I mean? Like I want the refs calling the game to be like, we don't know if they're Westworld or what. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, let's do it. Like, come on. Like, this is Disney. Like, let's go. Yeah. Like, or like, how cool would it be if like, it's like, oh man, like LeBron's getting really angry. And then it's like, he punched the ref's head off. And then it's like, oh, we, we, it was all a bit, folks. Like, you know I mean? The first round, all a bit. It was, it was all a bit. <laughs> yeah, the whole first round's a bit. Uh, okay, let's, uh, we're, we're kind of like headed to NBA stuff. And I think that's fair because really the Raptors are headed to, I believe, Nap they might already be in Naples, Florida, um, because their, their training camp situation is a bit different than everybody else, I think, because of the border. So they got to get down there and kind of like be together um, already, which they might be. But uh, yeah, anyways, with that said, we'll, we'll learn a lot about kind of Raptor stuff in the coming weeks. But right now there's, there's still a ton of stuff going on with the NBA. So uh, let's move over to the NBA. Matt, uh, I don't know what stings you got there for me, but if you got something good, give it to me. National, National Basketball, Basketball Association. Association. Oh my God, seeing you do that's wonderful. <laughs> Did you say it or was it just melted? I just lip sync for my life. <laughs> <laughs> the best that's part. <laughs> oh my God, the best part, Matt, was that I thought, like, I was like, wow, he's really, like, capturing the spirit of the voice so well. But I'm like, oh, he recorded his own voice. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is good. It definitely changes, like, the sound Foley angle to what mm. you do, Matt. But we're in a, we're in a different territory. Um, okay, let's uh, – actually, I, I, Alan, I'm going to stick with you. And I think this – I'm not even sure how I feel about this uh, question because I feel like it's, it's very much evolving and has a lot of different equally valuable takes, but I'll just put it plainly to you. Do you think that the media is um, being fair with Kyrie Irving? Uh, yes and no, because Kyrie is a loose cannon most times and I feel like mm -hmm. his reputation is catching up to him, but like, where did that reputation come from? It's, it's from him. But with this, la this newest scenario, I don't think they were. I think they kind of overstepped and they're reporting on just like off one source and everyone was just kind of sharing these things and not really kind of getting the full grasp of what Kyrie Irving was trying to say in it. And it is frustrating for him because like he just kind of wants to express himself and it feels like he can't, but in some ways I can kind of see how he's painted himself into a corner. You know, once you talk about the world, it's flat. Like you kind of lose credibility in a lot of things. Like you're, people are going to start talking to you about other things. So they're going to like look side eye when you kind of, you know, they're not going to give you the benefit of the doubt a lot of the time. So Yes and no, and that's it. Yeah, my my first feeling, especially with the kind of like Adrian Wojnarowski, you know, 
Kyrie the disruptor, especially when there was other players involved. You know, we're talking Dwight, Lou Williams, mm-hmm. um, you know, Carmelo, you know, but to, a, a bunch of players kind of, you know, having similar concerns. And yeah, I thought that to, like, even if he was the most prominent voice, to use the word disruptor and to kind of get the word out that it's like this is his his initiative um, as well as kind of like focusing on the fact that I don't know, like that, that Kyrie is injured and, and, and just like kind of like those subtle details. It's not as if they're not true, but I, and, and I totally agree with you that it's hard to come back from a flat earth, but you can, you know, there's multiple truths. You can, you can be correct on one issue and incorrect on another, uh, which I think is the case here with, with Kyrie. Um, but, uh, yeah, Alex, what's your, what's your kind of take on the, the, this Kyrie stuff? Um, well, anytime ESPN reports about it, I'm, I'm like, it's sort of a wash because That's ESPN needs the NBA, right? They, they, they're going to have like the contracts with them and, and ESPN's yes, course, not really, yeah. right. So they're obviously going to, you know, make Kyrie look like an idiot and make him look like a baby and stuff like that. Um, I yeah, well, well said. I, I don't know why I didn't connect that. Of course. Yeah. The ESPN is like all signs go towards the NBA. So yeah. Exactly. And I actually think Kyrie's act aside from the flat earth thing, which it is hard to, you know, put that aside, but I think he's a pretty well-spoken, smart, caring guy. He could be is selfish too, but, um, but like that stuff with the China stuff that happened earlier this year, he was, he made some, you know, some great points. You know, and he he stood up for you know for for the for the the you know the, the Hong Kong protesters mm-hmm. and, and stuff. So it's not like he he hasn't been uh, you know making valid points in the past. He he has, but um, I, you know he he does make a he does make a, a valid point. But I don't know whether or not it is true that take playing basketball would take away from protests. Like I don't. I don't know. You know, this, I don't know right. if that's true. So, yeah, you know, that, the sorry. proof in that is just difficult to like really measure. So, you know, and it does look bad for him because sure, he's not playing, his team's not in it, Durant's not playing. Mm-hmm. So all these things sort of look bad for him. But, you know, people said the same shit about Kaepernick when he was kneeling. They're like, well, he lost a starting job. He's just kneeling now because... So you don't know, and it's it, and it is sort of a new story. So, yeah, no, I think I th- I think you're right, and it's important to like. That's why I wanted to bring this kind of like topic on the podcast because I feel like it's important to to nip these type of like, you know, these type of like corporate, these corporate kind of like outs or or you know like or even you know extending it as far as like kind of like nipping anti-black sentiment in the butt like you don't want because one person has said one thing you disagree with i think it's it's tough to then say like you know yeah like put Kyrie in a position where you're hoping people don't see him as a legitimate um representative uh i think yeah it's, it's a precarious place uh and I, I, again I'm, I'm glad you brought up the um the company because i think that's that's a big driving force here are they um, not owned by disney too yeah they are um and uh i mean yeah for sure it's like i i think it's pretty pretty easy to see that connection um but uh let's uh let's go let's go to this next uh question i got here let me just pull it up here do 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 um right uh okay oh, yeah this is perfect because uh we'll stick with you alex um so I actually kind of agree that I feel like Kyrie has been quite eloquent and, and spoken well and kind of like represented him, represented himself well in other scenarios. Um, and I feel like he's, he, he's speaking well right now. And I guess I'm wondering what you think about like the, the players and their leverage. Cause like, like, like you, I don't have an exact, idea of what the most effective way of protest here is. And I think it should be up to individual players. I think, you know, going there, obviously you're going to have a big platform, but I think a lot, a lot of what the, what I'm, you're not hearing from the corporate side is that they'll probably try and make your message 
you know, as few as, or, you know, as, as either they're, they're probably going to try and make your message like, you know, they're going to try and water it down and, and make it more corporate and, and, you know, say, well, okay, you can, you can protest this one time in this one place. And that's what I said last week on the podcast. The thing I hope for the most is that the NBA does not try and control how and when and why players protest. I think that's really important. Um, sorry. I kind of, kind of lost my, uh, lost my, thought in a, or lost my train of thought in this tangent here, but yeah, just in terms of kind of like player leverage, like they have so much right now. Do you think this is going to affect kind of like the pandemic um, basketball scenario as well as like, you know, we're hearing rumors now that this could lead into a bargaining agreement. So like the players really, for lack of better words, like I think they, they have a, they have a lot of control in this situation. I was going to say they have the NBA by the balls, but they, you know, I think they can have their cake and eat it too. They can dictate the terms here and then they can also threaten to not play. Yeah. I think the NBA, uh, you know, comparatively to the other leagues, uh, the major leagues, the, the players definitely have the most power, you know, com- compared to the NFL, NHL, you know, they, they have the best contracts. They have the best, you know, uh, all that stuff, right. They have the most power, most social media influence and all that stuff. So, um, I, I, I think they have a lot of power. I, I, you know, for, as an outsider looking in, it looks like mm-hmm. they, they have a lot of power, but, um, I think Kyrie touched on this too, is like how much power do the, uh, upper echelon, you know, players have as opposed to, you know, the middle of the pack and, and, right. and you know, that, that is like, I feel like what there is, what a problem could be, right. Is, uh, how much, how much say the, you know, the LeBrons have, like you saw, um, what's his face is tweets. Um, was it Ed Beverly, Davis? Oh, sorry. Beverly. Yeah. He was like, LeBron plays, we play. And, and then I did see that Ed Davis, uh, tweet or not tweet, like quote where he was mm-hmm. like, I want to, I want to play. I, you know, I don't make a, a ton of money, you know, compared to you. So, mm-hmm. you know, I want, I want to get on the court. So the, the upper echelon guys definitely have that, you know, the, a lot, a lot of power compared to, you know, the role players and stuff like that. So. Right. Know, yeah. They, like they, they got to find a balance in that. I, I think, I think, yeah, that's also a good point because how different players are going to, you know, put out their message is, you know, the, it's, it's not equal, right? Like Ed Davis's social media following is not going to be the same as Damian Lillard's and his like reach is not going to be the same. So yeah, exactly. Like trying to find one solution for all seems like maybe like fool's gold. Anyhow. That's, yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and let me, I, I feel like every time I mention Ed Davis, I have to mention that his, his nickname while he was in Toronto anyways, was boss Davis. And I don't know. Yeah. Or I, maybe Alan gave me a look of like, I don't think it was. <laughs> no, I'll just like, I never, it's weird to have, uh, to have a, a nickname for yourself that's longer than your real name. Uh, yeah yeah Uh, yeah i don't know like i just my circle we all called them boss davis so maybe (laughs) this is just me losing my mind but uh that's okay Um, (laughs) anyways ed davis if you're listening and you like the name boss please just give us a quick shout because but yeah um Wait, yeah, was, it, was it his nickname or you guys just called him boss? Davis? I swear people called him boss. It was during like the young money era or like the young guns era. Like it was like Weems, DeRozan, yeah. Amir, okay. boss Davis. Now that you say it with that context. Yeah. You know what? Things are starting to person. I feel like, man, this every five minutes in this pandemic, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I don't know a damn thing. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Alan, like where, where are you at as far as like the, I don't know, the collective power that, you know, of protest versus individual versus, you know, kind of like being out in the streets and, you know, like, do you think like, Hey, this is a moment where it should be uniform or you're like, that's, do you think that's fool's gold? Like, yeah, where, where are you at? Yeah, I think finding uniformity in this time is kind of hard. I think making, like, uh, like what do they do? Like, if you don't want to join by a certain time, like, they'll still pay, like, an allowance or something like that. Like, I think trying to yeah. find those type of compromises midway to kind of... Actually, sorry, 
I, I haven't heard that one. So, you heard so that? no, I haven't yeah. heard that. Oh, that's, so like that's significant. Apparently, yeah. If you once again double quote me, but what I from what I was reading, it, it said something about like you have by a certain day you have to say whether you're you're playing or not, and if you're not, you will get like some type of like you're not getting like your full salary, you're getting something. So good for the the, the uh, NBA PA for like kind of yeah, that's, that's not bad. Creating yeah, exactly making creating some scenarios for like so the role players can still get you know eat good people who kind of need that kind of wheel of money to like certain businesses or whatever else they have, like they still have that type of like financial backing from the NBA. So they're taking care of and they don't have to risk their lives. Also, this, I just want to mention, like they're risking their lives in Florida. Like Florida is like done one of the worst jobs as like, as far as containing this mess. And they yes. just now had to like close a bunch of their stores and they open up for like a week. So it's like, it's understood for players who like live in a state or someplace where like shit's under control to go. Like, I don't want to go to Florida. Like I don't yeah. want to like, yeah. You know, so I, I, I feel them on the, in, in SSC. For sure. And like, if anyone is like Florida, just Google your name and your birthday and Google Florida man. <laughs> and it's a, it's actually a thing where it works. Like I forget what my story was, but it's insane. My, my wife did it too. She had an insane story too. So a lot's going on in Florida. Like I, 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 I at all times, like, like, oh, no, you know, we don't even need to be pandemic times. Um, I just checked mine. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're never it's, good, buddy. I know. They're never like cute or funny. They're always like, oh, 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 that's <laughs> disgusting. Like it, it's, it's, uh, you think sometimes you'd be like, oh, maybe I'll just do, maybe this Florida man will be like, you know, like a jokester. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. Alan just uh, texted his, and uh, that's actually uh, that's actually a pretty calm one. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. Mine was mine wasn't. Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna move on um, because I was like, there's no nice way to say mine. Um, but uh, Alan, let's stick with you here for this last question. Um, just a random thought. Uh, who, what team do you think benefited, you know, of the 22 teams that are coming the most from just, he, just healing up, uh, or, you know, like health wise. Uh, I think I, for some reason in my head, I think the Clippers are going to come back stronger, you know, cause it's like a shortened season. Uh, you've had both of those guys given the rest off that they needed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm pretty sure they've kept in communication and kept that kind of cohesiveness over this break. So, I feel like it was time was what the Clippers kind of needed to kind of step themselves up and solidify because like they got, if you, you can catch them slipping early in the season and it happened often from like the Kings and teams that you wouldn't expect it to happen from. So maybe now given more time, a little bit more focus players have yelled up. So I feel like they might be, you know, that one to kind of like kind of really benefit it the most from all this. I absolutely hate how right you are. Yeah. I don't want it either. I just, because... why wins the chip there? It wasn't us. A big, big part of my, and for anyone who listened to this podcast, like pre pandemic, a big, big part of my whole logic regarding the Clippers is that the team they've built is perfect. If you were able to directly transport them to the playoffs, but that team was not perfect for a regular season and people were getting injured and their record was showing like they had the fourth best record in the league, which is okay, but they were set to have, you know, extremely difficult playoffs with health issues. You know, Paul George, double shoulder surgery, obviously Kawhi, you know, I guess life man or life management. Yeah. Life management. I was going to say load management for his career, but he's kind of on a life management routine, which is fine and healthy. I feel like, but um, yeah. Uh, Alex, where, where are you at for, uh, you know, who, who's the best, uh, who's the best rested playoff team? Um, I'll step away from, uh, contenders because I think, you know, Alan pretty much nailed that one. I think so. Um, I think the Pelicans just to be in the picture of getting in the playoffs, they, they just benefit from having Zion and Mm -hmm. sort of, you know, going, how can we get, make drama before the playoffs? Let's see if we could even get Zion in the playoffs. And then, and then already that team's young. Anybody who's young coming into this is going to be much more suited than the older teams. You're going to have a short training camp and you're just, when you're a younger person, it's just easier to get right into, you know, um, competitive basketball quicker. You know, your body's just more 
you know, ready for it. You know, it's going to be tough being, you know, even, even like LeBron, man, like he's, he's a monster, but like 35 years old and then going right totally. back into high intensity basketball after a layoff. I'm sure he's, you know, he's lucky. He's got a gym at his house and shit, but not everybody has that, you know, the, that benefit. So it's going to be tough for the old, like older guys. Yeah, for sure. Like I think, um, and the Sixers, but I hate them. So, I'm not <laughs> oh yeah, you really do. I, I don't like the Sixers either, but you hate, hate, them, hate them, them, which is fun. I hate them. Yeah, you hate them good. They um, sort of are gonna do good to those stupid assholes. Yeah, they'll they'll benefit from from health. Um, my answer was going to be. Uh, the Rockets, because I felt like they, you know, guys like PJ Tucker, they got a lot of people who do very specific things. And clearly James Harden is not like Kawhi and doesn't really, you know, he, or, or Dan Tony, something about Houston. They don't seem to understand like how to rest their players properly. Um, and Dan Tony's like, I'm only ever going to play six guys at a time. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, it's tiring. I think to be a Houston rocket, but my, the real reason is because I think Daryl Morey is insane. And I think that he's used this time to scope out like every valuable possible center that could legally be added to the squad. So we're going to be like, Oh, Houston picks up like blank center on like a further G league team and therefore can convey that. Like it's going to be something weird where everyone's going to be mad. And I don't know. I feel like they're going to end up with like, like Collins or something. And they're like, wait, why, why do they get a really good center for the, uh, for the playoff run? But I, I just think Maury's going to do something crazy. That's where I'm at. Uh, okay. You know what? I feel like sometimes I finish strong. Sometimes I peter <laughs> off. Right, that's that's life, you know. It was it was so strong. I'm like, I can't, I can't add to that. I, I think you made a good point. I didn't yeah. know what else to do. Hey, Definitely. I think when you can see yourself on Zoom and your face gets like more and more sweaty, you're like, <laughs> honestly, shit's going down. Um, but uh, okay, let's uh, let's finish this off with some quickish questions. You guys want to do some quickish questions or what? Yeah, All right, Maddie, give me that quickish question sting. Quickish question. Hot sting, baby. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Alex, Matt, Alan, um, you guys know how quickish questions works. I am going to read these questions as clearly as possible. I will stutter. I will slur. I might get confused. It's on you to answer the question as quick as you possibly can. Despite all of that, you can't phone a friend. You can't take extra time. None of that. You got to answer as fast as humanly possible. Are you guys ready? Yes. Okay. Yes. We're going to go. Let's go. Alan, Alex, Matt. Okay. Okay. Um, There's a couple all plays, so I'll explain those. So, uh, Alan, if, if here's the question, if these NBA teams were food, what would they be and why? So I'm going to get you to just pick one team and pick a food. One team, pick a food. Uh, the Grizzlies. And they'd be a hot dog, but not like a good hot dog, like one of the sample ones that you probably get from Costco. <laughs> oh, Costco hot dog. Is it wrong <laughs> that I kind of like those? Oh, yeah. I love those. <laughs> one They're so good. That's the thing. They're good. They're not gourmet grit and grind. It kind of has that kind of feel to it. Oh, I like that. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a have a bite of a hot dog, but maybe there's some sand in there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, Alex, uh, give me a team and a food. Uh, The 76ers and just a tub of grease. How about that? Just embodies everything about that organization from top to bottom. The George Foreman grease pipe. You just suck on that. You're like, oh, oh, that tastes like Ben Simmons. That tastes like a Ben Simmons free throw. Wow. Wow. That's just like a hot. Yeah, that's like that's how that's how you do quickest questions. Uh, Matt, um, give me a give me a team. Give me a food. 
Uh, I'm going to go with the Clippers. And I'm going to go with, um, you know, like whatever food truck you want. Ooh, I like that. You can pick whatever you like. Truck style. Alan. No, no, no. I'm I'm good. We could do every team, but you know. Um, Four more. Josh, Josh, maybe we will uh, at some point in the future. But um, uh, Alan, who plays in the 2020 NBA Finals? Uh, like uh, for sure, or what I what I want. It's up to you, man. Quickest questions. Raptors, Lakers, and they both win somehow. Ooh, hey, <laughs> I like that. Except I don't want the Lakers. Uh, okay, uh, Alex. Raptors, Clippers. No, no, sorry. This is a different question. But yeah. but fair enough. <laughs> okay, now I feel like Matt. Who's going to be in the finals? <laughs> um, I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Raptors, Denver. Cheers. Ooh. Okay, now now we're going back to individual questions. <laughs> Alex, you're stuck in a Saw movie-esque trap. In order to escape, Jigsaw says you need... Oh, yeah, that's his name. Jigsaw says you need to hit 10 three-pointers shooting against an NBA all-star player of your choice. Who do you choose? What all, what, uh, Isaiah Thomas. Was this oh, the last year? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Two years ago? He doesn't put a date on it. So, yeah, you can pick the oldest guy you can think. I like that. Shortest. Right. Young, um, yeah, I think young Isaiah Thomas, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be easy to hit threes over. Um, Matt. Hello. Uh, Stephen A. Smith just reported that one player didn't want to go to Orlando for the restart because he was told he wouldn't have a jacuzzi. Which player was it? <laughs> Is it Don Cherry? <laughs> Seems like a Don Cherry thing. Yeah, no, Don Cherry somehow is <laughs> he's he's part of the whole Disney package. <laughs> I don't know how he slipped in there, but old grapes is going to Disney World. Um player who wants a jacuzzi. I want it to be also the tallest player too. So Boban? Yeah. Boban. Yeah. Boban. Like, we can get a you a jacuzzi, we just can't get one that fits you. Just for your shins, Boban. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, Alan. Other than Chris Boucher, which Raptor uses the water slide the most? Uh, Terrence, Terrence Davis. Good call. He's having fun. Yeah, he's got, he's uh, got those long arms. It'll be like a luge for him. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alex. Uh, with, all, uh, with all this... With all this time off, has Nick Nurse had enough practice, uh, enough practice time to truly excel at the guitar? Yeah, and he and he played Guitar Hero. He killed it. He's in a quarantine a Guitar Hero league, <laughs> and he crushed it. You would okay. take it so serious playing Guitar Nick, Hero against him. Double N. He's got the hat to show it. Uh, Matt, yes. Um, do you think the Raptors will kneel during the Canadian national anthem? Related, how fucking dumb is it to play national anthems before a game? Um, I think they'll do something. Um, I don't, I don't know if they would choose kneel, and I do think it's dumb. And I think that if they do play anthems, they should play on the jumbotron, just like fucking insane drone shots, and strikes, and stuff going on. You know, own it if you really. Oh wow! Oh yeah! So you're 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 a for uh, when you not say for the players, shots, but I mean I for tourism. But then you went full like yeah. war. Yeah, no, <laughs> like for the for the fans that really need it and are so proud of, <laughs> proud of the war. Shit! Honestly, I said I said Alex nailed quickest questions, but Matt just nailed quickest <laughs> questions. <laughs> you went hard. Uh, good. Okay, uh, Alan. Um, these franchises don't have a mascot. Currently, what should their mascots be? So this is another play all. Um, so uh, the Nets, R.I.P. the Brooklyn Knight, is uh, is in this comment. So I guess the Brooklyn Knights not doing anything. So what what should the mascot for the Nets be? Uh, it'd be uh, Nathaniel Net Junior. He's just a giant net, <laughs> a sentient net with a, a giant rim for a mouth. Oh God! That sounds great, and honestly, we got King Cake Baby doing stuff, so that's not that scary either. Um, 
Okay, uh, Alex, uh, Warriors, and it also says R.I.P., uh, an orange version of the Brooklyn Knight. Uh, just like a nerdy tech dude. Ned the nerd. And Ned he just goes nerd. around and he fixes people's uh, compu- uh, phones during uh, full timeouts. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like that. Like a, like a full loser. Yeah, full um, on loser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, uh, Lakers. Uh, Lakers, because, you know, they are based in uh, Hollywood. Um, I think we should bring back a, a fun character from a, a fun 80s movie. Uh, what about Pizza the Hut? From uh, Spaceballs. Pizza the Hut! <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be a lot of fun for the fans. I think so, too, man. That would be hilarious. <laughs> okay, last team, Alan, the Knicks. The Knicks. What's the mascot That's for the Knicks? An upset fan booing his own franchise. Yep. Yeah. Just, just sitting there. Yeah. Like just do some jumps, and he's just like, "Fuck it, why?" You know. That's good. Or just like a like a stock trader, head and hands. uh, Yeah, that's good. Um, Okay, uh, Alex Gasol looks like he lost a lot of weight. Does losing the bulk hurt his ability to defend in the post if the Raps play Embiid in the second or first round? Yeah, it does. He's got a. He needs a little bulk because Embiid's got that fat ass, and you need a. <laughs> you need a bit of a little, you know, a little pancetta as we call it, Italian, just to absorb that big booty when he's backing it into you. Pancetta. Uh, skinny. I feel like you. I feel like I'm going to be canceled for the word pancetta. <laughs> like I feel like it's not what you say it is, and we're all in a lot of trouble. I actually don't know. You you might have. You might be in trouble, bro. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Matt, um, what movie uh, would have been better if Shaq were cast in a lead role? Speed, Jurassic Park, uh, or Mission Impossible? Ooh. Um, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say Speed. <laughs> speed. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I want, just a, I want him on that bus. I want him just on that like bus. a regular patron. Trying or is to keep like above the, fifty. You see the old lady who's like, I'm oh, going right. off the bus. He, no, you're starring. He's got to be. He's got to be the Keanu role, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that that makes sense. Um, <laughs> he can't just be. Yeah, he's Shaq the is a, a, an extra on the bus. <laughs> but, but it's, but <laughs> pretty good though. What if he's Dennis Hopper's character? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be good as Dennis <laughs> Hopper's character <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, uh, th- th- this is the last question, um, but uh, Alex, you get to answer it too. So, uh, Alan, you first. When the Raptors lift the Larry O'Brien trophy at the end of all of this, does the weird season augment or detract from their victory? Uh, no, we celebrate it. This is the regular season. They were the best team that won it, and you can't tell me any otherwise. God damn it right. Uh, Alex? Does it augment or detract? Uh, no, it's, great, it's the greatest run in the history of sports if they win. They took three months off and they won. It's incredible. Totally. Who else can do that? No one. And I do expect Gasol to chug an even bigger bottle of rosé. <laughs> um, guys, that's the pod. Thank you so much for doing it. Uh, I love you both. Um yeah, be safe. Uh, well, I'll, I'll jump to you first, Alex. Um, you know, during during you know this whole pandemic and with everything that's going on, uh, we've been um, we've been offering people. If you got anything going on, you want to plug, cool. Or if you just want to say something to the world, <laughs> and not that I word. Have, Don't say the word again. <laughs> I have nothing going on except the NBA two K season two, and uh, you know just. Respect everybody, and uh, for God's sakes, wear a mask uh, right now. What are we doing? There's people that think this uh, pandemic is over. It's not. Jesus Christ, wear a mask. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> um, Alan, is there anything uh, you want to plug? Anything you want to talk about? I, I actually, I, some, sorry, go ahead. I just, want, I just want to say the pandemic is over. Don't wear a mask. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. no, that's important. And those messages are equal. Go ahead, Alan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> equal time for both of us. Uh, no, nothing. Uh, same thing. Just that TK League. Uh, and if you want to watch it, you can watch it uh, on my channel. It's uh, Shane Lewis Allen. So twitch.tv backslash 
Shane Lewis out. I'll any games I play, I'll 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 throw them up there and uh, I'll try to edit them and put them on YouTube or Instagram. So if people want to see it there, they can do that as well. Right on. Uh, well, uh, thanks for doing the uh, pod, guys. And um, yeah, be well. Stay uh, stay safe. Take care of yourselves. And uh, yeah, Matt, uh, if we're good to go, why don't you say the magical words? Okay. Okay. Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? There it is. It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast.